Podcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, created by an educator for educators and streaming to the world. Now, over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 107 of the Ignite EdTech Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm honored to have you join us. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. Last week, I asked you about your interest and knowledge in coding and computational thinking. Thank you for sharing. This week, I wanted to ask you about your current take on conferences and face-to-face learning events. I'd love to hear from you. Please share with us via our Ignite EdTech social streams. Also tell us the events that you're looking forward to going to over the coming months. I look forward to hearing your responses soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is Kaizena. Kaizena is a Google Docs add-on for feedback on student writing. Teachers who have gone paperless with Google Classroom and Docs will want to jump on this tool that supports quick and easy feedback right inside Google Docs. Teachers can provide four types of feedback, audio messages, text messages, skills ratings, and lesson links. The audio tool enables teachers to record their feedback, which speeds up the feedback process and is a beneficial support for students with learning needs. When integrated with Google Classroom, students' documents show up in the Kaizena web app as soon as the student submits them. Students can also collaborate on documents and use Kaizena to give peer feedback. Teachers can use Kaizena to manage the entire writing feedback process, from pre-writing to publishing. Give students individual multimodal feedback in Google Docs. Hold group or individual conversations about writing projects in the Kaizena web app. Track students' skills progress. And link students to online lessons that scaffold learning. Save hours of grading time with Google Classroom integration, which syncs student submissions for seamless assessment. Plenty of research exists on the importance of timely, relevant, and specific feedback for learning. Kaizena helps teachers focus intently on feedback and provide it in a variety of meaningful forms. By linking to lessons and feedback, teachers can also encourage students to explore more learning opportunities. I highly recommend that you take a look at the link in the description below, kaizena.com. Last week, we talked about personalization tools. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to talk about my first face-to-face conference and learning event in three years, and the power of a hybrid approach to professional learning. Last week, I had the honor of traveling to Bangkok, Thailand for BET Asia, my first face-to-face conference and learning event in three years, and what an experience it was. Bet Asia held its first face-to-face event in three years, and it was a real honor to be involved as the chair of the K-12 leadership stream, bringing together more than 500 educators from across the region. Bet was a huge success. The best part of this event? The connections and networking. To me, face-to-face conferences have always been about networking and connecting, more than learning and developing. 
This is the huge part for me of the way we deliver CPD and professional learning in our schools. Attending conferences and events are fantastic, but shouldn't be a standalone part of any CPD program in a school. And unfortunately, budgets in our schools prohibit us from engaging in a variety of learning activities that trigger our own learning and development. Every teacher in every school should be connected online to the best of the best CPD around, and of course have the opportunity to connect and network face-to-face at a conference or another form of live learning event. Connections build relationships, which build our desire to learn and develop and share. To me, my biggest takeaway was from an EduSpark perspective. As I think about how to support schools better in the way that they engage and develop their staff, it's clearer now than ever before that a hybrid approach is critical to the success in this space. As a CPD ecosystem, EduSpark brings high-quality content, engaging features to close the loop on learning, and much more. But what we don't yet do is bring face-to-face interactions. Pairing a subscription to EduSpark with face-to-face learning opportunities is how schools can change the way learning exists for teachers and save themselves time and money. I have some amazing case studies currently in action with leading international schools in Asia on how to make this a success. If you're interested in learning more, let me know. I'd love to connect, chat and share. There's so much more to come in this space and we're excited to be leading the way. You can email me at craig at eduspark.world. To learn more, please connect and follow on your social channel of choice and don't hesitate to reach out with your thoughts and ideas. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day, with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Michael Kasumovic. Let's have a listen to the chat. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Michael Kasumovic, an associate professor at UNSW and the founder of Aludo. Michael's mission is to help teachers inspire their students and his work is inspired by a desire to make a difference and that's a key reason why I wanted to chat to Michael today. His beliefs and work in the edtech space closely match mine and Aludo as a company produce games that excite students about learning and allow educators to see how their students are thinking and learning. Michael, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration? It, well, that's exactly the reason I'm here, Craig. So thank you so much for having me. Awesome, man. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do? Fair enough. Well, I guess in some way I do have two roles because I'm an associate professor at UNSW and then kind of on the other side of the free time that I have, I run a small company called Arludo, as you mentioned. And those two worlds are starting to collide in a really fun and interesting kind of way that allows me to ask questions in a, on the research side of education and human behavior, and then also use those things that we learn to make better games, to help kids learn about science and get kids involved in science. So it's been a very, very fun few years. Yeah, it's super exciting and it's a real pleasure to connect with you here. I'd love to learn more about your background in education and why you started Arluda. Yeah, so I actually, probably like most of the people who listen, um, they all probably have more of a background in education. I My background comes from learning and then 
doing a couple degrees and then kind of starting to teach at the university level. And then you realize, wow, I'm so unprepared to help other people learn because I've spent my whole life learning and I'm so different to everyone else. So that was a really interesting experience for me, getting on the other side of, of that classroom and becoming a lecturer. And, you know, you kind of get thrown in that and then you just have to start learning and figuring out what works for the different students that you have in your class. And that was what really kind of drove me to want to learn more about education. Yeah, it's, it's super exciting actually to hear that and, and the process that you've gone through. I do a lot of work with ed tech companies uh, every day and chatting to ed tech companies from all over the world, often one of the missing pieces is that connection back to education. Right. There's a lot of great business people, but not a lot of great educators. And I think that's the connection and that, that piece of the puzzle that's often missing. So it's really exciting to hear you call that out as well. And the work that you do at Aludo, you actually create four different types of games. Can you tell us about this a little bit more and why you focus on these areas? Well, you know, we create games in biology and that's where we started because that's really what I do as a researcher. I'm, I'm interested in learning more about the natural world. So it's a really natural place for me to kind of start exploring and creating games around that because it's something I know really well. And I, I wanted to start creating those games around biology because I wanted to help my students kind of have a different experience. I, I realized early on that they don't learn the same way that I did, you know, 15, 20 years ago. The mobile phone is around. They're more active in engaging one another with that device. So I really wanted to bring that device into the classroom. Uh, and I know we have a lot of discussions in Australia right now about what the role of that device is in, in learning. And I think it should play a really kind of pivotal role in how kids interact with knowledge, uh, which is what I'm trying to do with our Ludo. Like I mentioned, we teach a lot of biology courses and biological topics. The other thing is we're getting into is teaching more about psychology and how the brain works. And I think that's really, really important, especially now when we have a lot of companies trying to take advantage of our sensory system and our cognitive processes. So giving a kids an understanding of how our brain works can kind of prepare them to almost defend themselves. Uh, around those things. So that's that's the second kind of thing we teach. And then I also try and teach maths, focusing most on statistics and trying to get students understanding how to interpret data and how to make sense of data. And then the final thing that we've kind of started exploring is ethics, which is really, really fun. And again, that really connects back to biology and psychology because about how the, the role of ethics in research. Um, so th those are the kinds of things that we explore. Yeah, really cool areas of learning too, and quite diverse in nature. Mm -hmm. And it's really exciting to hear um, more than anything, your why for jumping into those reasons. Jumping into this um, interview, Michael, I did a bit of research and I, I saw that you've recently received a grant for Aludo and that you'll be creating some new opportunities in science. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with that? Sounds super exciting. I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. And I, I can't tell you the grant that we've received yet because that's kind of still under embargo because of what's happened with our recent election and, and changes over time. But I can share what we're going to be doing. I'm so, so excited about what's going to be happening because I'm going to be able to do a lot of the things that I've wanted to do since, since starting our Ludo. And one of those things is really connecting students to scientists. 
and having them work together. What, what I'm in the process of doing right now is actually looking for the top 20 science communicators across Australia that are currently doing their PhD. And we have that search going out and we're getting some amazing applications, which I'm really excited about. And each of those students is going to be paired with one of our Ludo games. And they're going to become that ambassador for that game. And we'll find places for them to give talks and we'll, we'll have online sessions that students can, can join into and be a part of a conversation and ask those students what it's like to be a scientist and the research that they're doing. Really give them that opportunity to ask questions and learn more about what a career in science kind of looks like. Yeah, and it's it, the work here, I'm excited about wanting to know more about this because I think it's an area that is much needed and i think you're going to get a lot of interest out of this as well and potentially with some of the people listening here today so we'll make sure that when the time is right and it's we're able to announce a little bit more we'll definitely be in touch and we'll make sure we share that out via this podcast and on all of our social channels as well michael oh well thanks Craig. that, that would be amazing there's so much more also that's going to be coming one of the things i'm really really excited about as well is the fact that we're actually going to have a national game development competition for students all across Australia in primary and secondary schools. That's going to be amazing. Can't wait to see that. That's going to be really, really cool. Really cool. Yeah, I'm so excited because this isn't going to focus on the coding aspect, which a lot of uh, learning does focus on. This focuses all about designing a game, designing a new game that our Ludo is going to end up creating with the winners. So we'll have some prizes for their, our top teams. And the first place team is going to actually work with our designers and game developers, and they're going to bring that game that they put together to life with us. And they'll get all the credits on that, and all the kids across Australia will be playing it. It's so exciting. Can't wait to get that out there. Really, really cool. Let's jump into some quick fire questions, Michael. The, the first thing that comes to your head and a brief why. Okay. What's your favorite EdTech book or resource? Okay. Well, I'm going to lean on resource there. And my my favorite EdTech resource, believe it or not, and is how weird that this may sound, is, is actually a search engine like DuckDuckGo and Google because it allows me to figure out what all, all the new stuff that's coming out and how people are using really new technologies because it does really excite me about how people are learning and how people are trying to engage students. So I, I'm constantly just Googling new things to try and figure out what people are doing. Love it. And, and what's your go-to EdTech tool that the listeners need to try? So it's probably something ev everyone's at least heard of, if not used themselves or some form of it. I'm currently using Slido right now to try and engage people online because a lot of my teaching and interactions are happening you know, online. Uh, we don't have as much of that in-person kind of interaction at the university level anymore. So we still need some way to kind of gauge how students are thinking and reacting. So some of that real-time response stuff like Slido works really well for that purpose. And what's one daily habit or practice that helps you enjoy, progress, and succeed in your career, Michael? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to have to say my to-do list. And when I put things in that to-do list, I break them down into tiniest of little tasks to make me feel like I'm actually getting something done throughout the day. So that usually helps me pushes me in the right direction and helps me do get some more stuff done during the day. Fantastic, Michael. And the stuff you've shared today here is, is super exciting. We'll make sure all the links are in the podcast notes as well. What's the best way for the listeners to follow and connect with you? Well, I'm, I'm pretty active on Twitter. Um, so you can hit me up on Twitter at 
uh, at M. Kasumovic, or follow us on our Ludo, at our Ludo. Um, but Twitter is usually the best way that I, that I kind of interact right now. That'll, that'll probably change over the next little bit as things ramp up. Yeah, thank you so much for your time today, Michael. Super inspirational. Thank you so much, Craig. It was an absolute pleasure chatting with you. To finish up today's podcast, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my co-founder, Andrew Mowat, and the team at ICA, particularly Sarah Blackmore. Over the past three months, we've been working hand-in-hand to bring together the first EduSpark virtual conference online with multi-streams and multi-strand, all available inside our platform. On Wednesday and Thursday of this week, we ran ICC22, the International Curriculum Conference, and it was a huge success. It was amazing to bring together hundreds of educators from all over the world to connect, engage, and learn. And not a one and done, but building into the platform the ability to connect, engage, and learn long term through community of practice. The two-day event was an opportunity to connect with the global communities of schools to participate in Thinking Sparks, six keynote presentations and one-on-one learning engagements. The ability to network, connect, interact and engage. To learn more about the IEYC, IPC and IMYC curriculums that ICA have and presentations of different elements and aspects of the learning environment of schools. It was amazing to bring together all of these incredible people online inside EduSpark across multiple time zones. For more, you can have a look at icc22.eduspark.world. The link is in the description below. I'd love to chat with anyone interested in running online events now and into the future. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow us and share the podcast with your PLN and colleagues. Please remember to spend a few minutes to rate this podcast too on your podcast channel of choice so we can reach even more educators and edtech enthusiasts globally. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more and I'll see you again next week. If you like today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at Mr. Kemp NZ. We'll see you again soon.